if you thought LeBron James coming back from 3-1, down 3-1 to the Warriors was crazy. I'm sorry, Tory Lanez might be trying to pull off the greatest comeback of all time. The day after we had the insane announcement that essentially Breonna Taylor is getting no justice, the absolute narcissistic audacity of Tory Lanez to announce that he's finally going to break his silence and talk on what happened in the case between him and Meg the Stallion. It's it's absolutely astonishing, honestly. Like, could you like could you imagine a worse time to come out and try to say that you did not abuse this young woman? There, there's literally no worse timing, in the, like nothing. I, I can't think of a worse time. And not only did he come out and he say that he's going to talk about it at around twelve Eastern time or nine PST. But when midnight came, after the Lakers game, might I add, go Lakers, he not only didn't necessarily talk about it, and everyone was kind of like, "What? Why, why didn't he go on IG Live? He dropped a 17-track, one-hour album about this situation. Oh! <laughs> Yo, this guy's mind is is some, somewhere else. And basically, to summarize the whole 17 tracks... He says he's innocent. He claims innocence and he does not say that what was said to be happened actually happened that night. And if you haven't listened to the album by now, if you haven't listened to this album by Tory Lanez, um, I can give you the quick review. It's fire. It's really good. It's it's honestly one of those top albums probably of the year, to, to straight up be honest. It has very, um, I'll say, Scorpion vibes. You know, when Drake was down, he took that big L and he had to basically rap his way out of the barrel. Um, it has that vibe to it. Like Tory Lanez on this album, you can tell he's rapping for his career. Literally, I feel like someone took him in a room and told him, hey, if you don't sell 100Ks with this album, you basically have no career. If you don't clear your whole case with this album, you have no career. And I got to say, Tory Lanez, he delivers. Every track is just straight bars, facts, clarity. And um, just like I said on that one podcast I did a while back talking about did Meg the Stallion stitch and is can Tory Lanez's career be saved? He did have a route, he had an avenue, he had a lane, a Tory lane, if you will, to come back, and he literally did his part. He executed very well, and I think he did a very good job in telling a story, and just looking at the reactions to this album and looking to the rollout of this album, this has to be one of the most incredible comeback attempts I have ever, like, I have ever seen. Um... So the first thing I want to say is that in the overall case, right, there was immense pressure against Tory. You know, Meg Thee Stallion came out and she identified Tory Lanez as the shooter, as the person who shot her on the night when both of them were at Kylie's party. Now they were in a car with four people. Tory Lanez is bouncer, Meg Thee Stallion, a friend, right? It looks like a gun went off. It looks like uh, Megan Thee Stallion got hurt, hit in her heel, it looks like from the pictures. Um, the police, the hospital said it all looked like it was a glass wound, but 
Megan Stallion went on record to say that Tory Lane shot, which is a big accusation. There seems like to be no reason that Megan Stallion would lie about that and make that up. So honestly, like, it's like the fact of the matter is that it almost seemed impossible for Tory Lane's side to do anything to, from to deter from that narrative. Um, but then this album comes out. And just looking at the rollout and, you know, credit DJ Academics. The DJ Academics did a huge part of this rollout. I think he posted like 10 different posts and pics about what happened. Um, I saw other blogs picking up, like, you know, just talking about how Tory Lanez is finally going to speak on it. He does a 180. And instead of talking about an IG Live, he dropped the album and now people are listening to it and you can see in the comments and reactions that a lot of people a lot more than i expected honestly it almost seems like the majority of people are taking tory lane's side about this whole thing and it just really comes down to this tory lane's just needs to create doubt that's it he just needs to create doubt. He just needs to make it seem like beyond a reasonable doubt. Do you really believe that he shot Meg the Stallion? And the story already sounds crazy enough. There's a lot of conflicting reports. So it didn't take much for him to literally put the most compelling narratives about why this event didn't happen the way it did. And he put that in an album and he made the album sound good. And all of a sudden you're like, yeah, how did you know Tory shot you if you weren't facing him? And yeah, you did get back in the car. Why did you after you supposedly got shot? And yeah, and he just keeps poking and prodding and poking and prodding. He takes some, you know, social media narratives, you know. Biggest criticism, we got to protect black women. We got to stand with black women. He talks about how they're pinning black women and black men against each other and how, you know, black lives is really about, you know, standing with each other and not pinning us against each other. And it's just like he just literally takes every single approach to claim his innocence. And he speaks on while he was silent. He's like, why would I feel pressured to talk on an open investigation? Instead, he drops a very calculated project where every word is basically monitored and picked and precisely picked so that he's not incriminating himself. Um, you know, of course, you could drop a statement, but I will say this, right? A lot of people are saying you should have dropped a public statement. You should have talked to him early. I say this to this situation. If you are a musical artist and the best way you communicate is through music, why on earth would you not put out an album? It does make a lot of sense, honestly. Your biggest talent is music. If you're a podcaster, you podcast. If you're a basketball player, you play basketball. If you're a piano, you play, play the piano. If you want to express yourself as an artist and want to express your side, and if you want to win people over, Putting it in a 17-track album, honestly, is not a bad idea. And now, all of a sudden, because we know that basically, and when Meg Thee Stallion, you know, she didn't want to say everything that happened. Um, she didn't want to come out and say everything that happened. So we know there are some half-truths on her side. And in Tory Lanez's album, 
he's probably just taking the most popular narratives out there, the most believable narratives about what happened that night, putting them in the album, splicing them in. And all of a sudden he's telling his side of half truths and putting that down on people's mind. And all of a sudden the doubt has enough to make his career seem like it's actually going to be okay. And honestly, it seems impossible. I mean, already we knew that a lot of people weren't necessarily fully canceling tour because he was literally still streaming 30 million streams as an independent artist on Spotify, which side note, that that's insane. That is crazy. And the most insane part about this whole thing, because this story is so national, has so much buzz, and he was such a hot artist at the time of Quarantine Radio, I think officially... Like before it was kind of in the, in the shadows, but officially he is going to be considered an artist that is going to be on the same level. They're going to soon be start being considered on the same level as Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, Drake, Chris Brown, Justin Bieber. Like he's going to be considered one of those big names, those big notorious names for, you know, the, the weird deeds that he's done um, where literally he can cross into the a-list status and as an independent artist you know great timing when you think about kanye going out against these labels as an independent artist he has the chance to make a ruthless amount of money because he's going to be getting most of the checks from his touring from his music from his apparel and he'll have all the favorable profit profit splits because he owns his masters and publishing. I think this is wild. This is like Rocky getting hit down and getting back up and somehow still making a fight. This is like um, Buster Douglas getting knocked out by Mike Tyson somehow making a fight. This is like Tyson Fury getting knocked out and somehow being able to get a tie. This is like, I, I can't believe we're actually at a point where we're discussing Tory Lane's possible career coming back. And let me tell you, the thing that was crazy is there is a lot of black women backing them. There is a lot. And I think this narrative of kind of using, we got to protect black women to not look at the nuances of what happened in this. Um, it's really split a lot of people in the audience. Um, it really has. Uh, my overall opinion is, you know, Tori was my one of my favorite artists before this. Um, so, of course, I'm just not ready to cancel my favorite artists. I've always been listening to problematic artists from Triple X, you know, till if you still think Chris Brown's problematic, Chris Brown. Um, always kind of been listening to problematic artists. Uh, you know, rap and hip hop has always been known for literal violence, literal gun warfare. And it does seem crazy in this era that we live in that like all attention is good and literally attention seems like the newest asset class. Like, God damn, this guy's going through an investigation and somehow he's still profiting off it. it. It is the most insane thing I've ever heard. Like, could you imagine you're getting like convicted of like murder and then all of a sudden you drop a mixtape talking about like the, like it just, it just seems like this, like, let's say he like, Let's say they're actually investigating on like heavy, which it doesn't look like they are because he only had a $35,000 bond. But how are you going to talk about like, you know, you're, you weren't going to talk on the situation and then drop a literal 17 track album about it. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, as an investor, I'm super intrigued about this whole situation and super intrigued about 
how much the intention economy is actually taking over and how like literally building your social media platforms is super important in actually building businesses and making money now because we have a situation where this artist there's no way he should have came back and because he built you know his platform so high he built his instagram he built um you know spotify following because all of these connections he has is so high it looks like he's gonna have a relevant career and come out this honestly unscathed and as always the best most brightest investors are the uneducated ones why is that that's because the uneducated investors they never stop learning let me know what you think is tory lanes innocent was Meg the Stallion capping the situation? And honestly, what do you think is going to be the perception of Meg the Stallion after this? I mean, there's some of her friends even going in on her and saying that when she drinks, she's a different person. When she drinks, she's known to be abusive in the past. Like there, there's these all these crazy narratives. I really wonder what the savage, self-proclaimed savage Meg the Stallion, how this is going to affect her career. Or is this going to make her even bigger, this whole controversy? Let me know. I'm on Twitter, at Fly Stewie on Twitter. And we, Flight Crew, have to take off. Yeah.